John, uh, just to begin with, we had the sad news yesterday of Ray Kennedy's passing. I just wanted to get your thoughts on Ray as a player, what you remember of him. Obviously, you grew up watching the Reds from this almost yeah. this exact spot. So, your thoughts on Ray and your memories of him? Yeah, great player. You know, Shanks left the club and, 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 and you know, that was his going away presence, Ray. Uh, and what a presence it was. What a player. Centre forward at Arsenal, you know, played centre midfield and left wing. Scored goals from both positions. Awesome player. A little, slightly a little bit underrated, I think, from me, maybe the media, not from the proof fans as such. But he, he, I watched him from here, the Synthetian game. To be fair, I couldn't stand here because you couldn't get in the cop. I was a bit further there. But obviously, he, he helped turn that game around, scored the goal, made, made, made the winner. But there was a game also, people forget about Wolves. Wolves away, we needed to win, to win the league. And I, I travelled down there, SAG school, that day. Uh, <laughs> and got on the train and uh, I went to watch us. We get beat 1 0. Steve Kinden scored, and we were feeling the worst. And race second half was awesome. We won 3 1, he scored. Keegan and Toshak scored. And, and I'll never forget them two games in particular. But across the board, he was such a great player. You ask everyone of the pool players. And, and Bob Paisley even said the one player he could have sold over and over again, even with the great players that he played with, was Ray. So it's a really sad day. You know, um, what he had to live with for half of his life, is it was pretty horrendous. And he's done so, so, so much good for other people who had the disease and made it prominent. Uh, as well as being a great player, he was, he was a great fellow as well. Obviously he's very well remembered by both Liverpool and Arsenal fans. Yeah. We had that game where there was the joint mosaic between the two clubs. Yeah, absolutely. So it kind of says it all, doesn't it? Yes, it, yeah, it does. You know, uh, proper legend, you know, that word's used far too often. But certainly, you know, for what he did in life and did on the football pitch, oh, quality. Just moving on then, we're here on Derby Day. So I've got to get your thoughts on that first. Your memories of playing in the derby, mm -hmm. from a lad who stood on the cop to a lad that was playing in Merseyside derbies. Um, yeah, go ahead. Horrible games. <laughs> horrible game. You've heard, you, you, you heard the, 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 the football cliche, it's like a hot potato, the ball. It's, it was, you know, you get a ball, you're getting kicked up in the air, you, 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 you're elbowing the, the, the centre-halves. It's like, it, was like, it was like a mini-war out there, you know, in them days, because you could get away with all sorts, what you can't get away with now. Um, so, I, I hated Derby Day as a kid, because if you lost if you lost the game, you've got to go into school next day and all the Evertonians would, would rip you. Um, as a player, I hated them. <laughs> the thoughts of getting beat, and trying to score past Neville Southall, who was probably the best goalkeeper on the planet at the time. That was hard enough. But uh, two great clubs, one great city. You know, as long as we, 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 we turn up the winner, I'm, I'm, I'm not bothered. And will prediction for tonight? No, no, I'd, I'd never predict on the derbies. You know, they are unpredictable. Even though everything's going through a really bad time at the moment, and we're, we're scoring for fun, you just, you just don't know football. You can't take nothing for granted because it, it, it bites you on the backside. Completely agree, I've got to be honest. Um, so we're here, you know, today ahead of the Christmas lunch for the Forever Reds. Um, is this something that you must be looking forward to, especially after so long without having these type of events? Yeah, yeah, it's something we've, we've done um, since uh, I took over the chairman of the X-Plays, uh, the, the, the big event, some seven years or so ago. And it's, it's, it was our biggest fundraising event, you know, to raise money for, for local charities. But now the Forever Reds have took it over uh, and the club 
it's not just for charity, it's for the ex-players themselves, which, you know, we're talking about Ray, you know, in, in latter days we could have done more for Ray or other the players. Ron Yates at the moment, poor Ron's in a home, not, not well at all with, with Alzheimer's, has been there for a few years, we've helped them. We, we need to keep on helping the, the ex-players, you know, we're not getting any younger. Um, you know, we've seen how many have passed away uh, very recently, the Saints, Sir Roger, Ray Clemens, now Ray Kennedy, uh, and we're all not getting any younger, so it's nice to have a pot of money available for these ex-players who have done the great pitch and, and been in the shrine here, you know, and helped them in, 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 in the needy times. And obviously you speak with a lot of the former players and how much have they missed having these types of events and being able to come to the, the games during the Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we love the games. We work for the club. We're very fortunate. Uh, club look after us really well. Uh, and it's great to get together because we're, we're all big pals as well as team. Big pals from the 60s plays, the 70s plays. Ian Callan, I adore the man. Uh, tried to sit next to him. Everyone's clambering to sit next to him every game. He's our Bobby Charlton. You know, when, when United used Bobby Charlton, uh, and, and they were really good friends. So these events, you know, a great time to get together as well. And obviously on the day, there's going to be yourself, Rushy, Sooness, Phil Tomo, Barnes and Cali. It's quite a six-a-side team, but I want to yeah. know who goes in goal. <laughs> I think I'd have to, wouldn't I? <laughs> They've got to play out. They've got to, uh, we're open, we're open um, quite a few more players. Well, there's going to be quite a few more as well as them great great players you mentioned there. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Um, and we just want to get as many people in as possible. After, after people waiting for so long for these events to come back on, it's an opportunity to come to the great stadium in a fantastic room with, with these fantastic players. Not me, that is. And, uh, and have a proper uh, Christmas shindig and, and raise money for, you know, for what, what we all want. And there'll also be a question and answer session with mm -hmm. Jurgen, uh, Jordan, and maybe another first team player. So my question to you is: if you could ask Jurgen one question, what would it be? Oh dear me! You put that on me toes. <laughs> who are we buying in January? There you go. <laughs> if, if you were Jurgen, then who would you be buying? Oh, I don't know. I'd like to. If, if we had the money, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a striker. I love. We've got four fantastic strikers. Minamino's doing well. Riga, he's there for, you know, when, when we need him. But I, I, I'd love us to go and get Haaland. He's the right age. He, he gives you something a little bit different. And imagine him with the four or five players we've got up top, um, as well as the defence we've got. I just, he'd be the one, but he's probably pie in the sky at the moment. <laughs> and so obviously the event is raising funds for the former players who are suffering with ill health. Um, it's an increasingly as you kind of touched on, you know, a topic that more and more players are having issues. Um, and have you had discussions with any of your old teammates about this, with, you know, dementia and other... Yes, issues? absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's something close to me up because being a fan, you know, I watch these players, I adore these players, and to be the, the chairman of, of them, it, I'm very passionate about it, you know, to make sure that no one's in need of anything, you know, uh, who, who, you know, even if they don't come to the game, they, they know what my phone number is. Let me know. We've done some really good things uh, over the past to help our ex-players, but now we're in a position to do more. You know, if, if people back us up, not just in this event, but when we play in, in it, I think it's Barcelona next March, full house here, 
the club and the ex, ex um, uh, the Forever Reds are going to give a significant amount of money towards towards our, our help, well, our help that we want to look for the uh, the ex players. So these things are really, really important. I can't, I can't stress how important they are because we're not getting any younger. And there's some ex players now, you know, struggling a little bit. And one player who's publicly spoken about his battle with dementia is Terry McDermott. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to. Firstly, get your memories of him as a player and whether you've spoken to him and how he's doing. Yeah, Teddy's doing all right. You know, he's aware of, of the, the horrible illness he's got, as we all are. Um, what a player. What a player. I remember the game here standing on the cop. We beat Hamburg 6 0 in the Super Cup. He scored four. Kevin Keegan came back. He was after Sir Roger Hunt. Kevin Keegan was my. He was right up there, Kevin. And he came back and. Uh, the cop taunted him, but Terry Mack that night was unbelievable. He scored four goals, he won 6 0 in the Super Cup. Uh, but he scored, he didn't score any easy goals, Terry. You know, they were all superlative goals. And the one, obviously, in the, in the 77 European Cup final, that was a classic. And finally, um, you know, just with the thoughts on that and what was spoken about with players who were passing and got illness. Do you think that football could do more? And would you ever be in favour of like heading being outlawed? It's something that's been yeah, murmured. It's, 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 it's one of those areas where it's not for me to, to really say, but I, I'm concerned re, regarding Alzheimer's and, and the dementia because I had the ball as much as anyone else in tra training. I loved heading the ball from when I was six, seven years of age. My dad used to coach me and then I used to stay behind all the time when I was at the clubs to make myself better heading the ball. Um, so you, you worry not about yourself, because I've seen seen it at first hand. It's not selfish about yourself. It's the people that suffer around you. It's the people that suffer, and you know you, you forget the names and, and the loved ones who have seen you diminish. It's it's really it's a horrible disease. Any disease is horrible, but it's it's one that we've got to keep an eye on. And uh, there's there's a, there's a few. Uh, different charities out there that are, that are working with it now. We just hope the PFA get involved a lot more, to be quite honest, from a personal point of view. I've been in touch with them uh, and, and I'd like them to get involved a little bit more because it is, you know, getting more prominent. You know, the older, the older people are living in, and especially with ex-footballers. You look at, at, at our ex-players who've passed away, 70, 80% of them have had dementia or Alzheimer's. So that's how important it is.